All right. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Late Night Football. As we promised, we've got one more European final to look forward to. And I mean, you know, the last one, the English team watched it and bottled it. And yes, I'm still upset. But uh, for this one, even if an English team does bottle it, does watch it, there's another English team that will win it. So it's an English final. Uh, and we've got, uh, we've got our Chelsea fan here, Nishikan Sharma, went back again with us. Nishikan, welcome to the show again. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, and uh, we've also got Adish back on the show for this uh, big, uh, big preview. So welcome back, Adish. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah, and so last time you guys won the show, it was a bit of a celebration, bit of a morning because City had won the title. So Adish is really happy. You know, then she can't was, I was indifferent to it. Uh, but now I think I think both guys are probably a little bit more tense than last time because I mean this is the big one, isn't it? After a full season, all of that time, uh, you've got the big, big final, big Champions League final. Uh, I mean the stat stack stakes couldn't be any higher. Nishikan, I mean Thomas Tuchel never won a Champions League final, uh, only one European final before this one. Uh, Pep Guardiola never lost a European final. He's been in two. He's won both, but hasn't been in one uh, for a while. So uh, you know, ten years I believe since the last one. Yes, it's been exactly ten years yeah. since the last one. Yeah, 2011. I mean, yeah, that's it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting dynamics. Uh, what what would the mindset be for both managers going into this one? Uh, you know, I'm sure uh, you know got, uh, people at that level they are confident. I was uh, watching an interview of Tukel uh, yesterday. And, uh, it, you know, it was one of those interviews uh, where you ask the most searched question on Google, you know, <laughs> one of those uh, interviews. And one of the question was, uh, would you, will you win the Champions League? And it was like, that's the easy one. Yes, we will win at Porto. So that, that's the kind of confidence that, you know, they have in themselves. And I think you need to have that kind of confidence to be there. Uh, it can be misunderstood at arrogance. I don't think Tukel has a shred of arrogance in him. He's one of the most humble and funny and very polite guy. But yeah, and I think it's going to be same as, uh, you know, for Pep Guardiola. I think if, if anything, pressure would be uh, more on uh, Tukel because he just lost one last season. So the memory will be very fresh and Pep has never lost a uh, use, uh, Champions League final. He he has, I think, only lost one final in his entire career. So he knows how to win finals. He has the better team, at least on paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, our team is full of you know young ones, 22, 23 year old, and nobody has ever, uh, except Thiago Silva, none of our players have ever played in Champions League finals. Uh, final. Uh, I think that might also be true for City, but at least they have a coach who has a proven history of winning that competition, this particular competition, and many other finals multiple times. So mm-hmm. they, they 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 are favorites for sure. But in terms of mentality, I'm sure both the coaches will be pretty confident that they'll be able to win it. I could be wrong about this, and in the comments you can tell me if I'm wrong. But if I remember correctly, the one final that Pep Guardiola has lost is a German Cup final against. Borussia Dortmund, who were managed by Thomas Tuchel. So yeah. I think that, I believe that is. I I, I don't know. I think I, I didn't know that stat. Um, hmm. Because their their time had intersected. Well, let's, let's maybe maybe he has just made it time. up for now. Um, no, I I believe I do. I know that Borussia Dortmund won. That Thomas Tuchel won a cup with Dortmund. Yeah, they I did. I don't know that. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I'm yeah. just trying to remember if he if he beat Bayern Munich and if Pep Guardiola were managing them at the time. That part is I'm not sure about. No, I, I don't think he has because until Tuchel had come to Chelsea before we beat uh, Man City in FA Cup semi-final, was it? Hmm. Tuchel semi-final. had never never won against uh, Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola. Yeah. yeah, even so I, I don't think I he, heard he, about he, it. he beat. Yeah, I don't think so he beat Guardiola be, in the final. Yeah, there might be some of the other managers because it's yeah. it's the Bundesliga, nobody cares. Uh, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Well, uh, anyway, uh, Adash, uh, that would be... Yeah, so anyway, so we've got that one. You don't need to let me know in the comments that I'm wrong. See, that's why we do these ones uh, recorded and not live. I'd be getting belters right now. Uh, but Adash, uh, I mean, it's just City's first uh, European final in a long, long time. They have won a cup in this cup before. Uh, I mean, there's, uh, there's all sorts of pressure, but... As a fan, you know, when you get into this kind of, uh, you know, I, sometimes I feel it's a bit more pressure for the fans because the players are going to be playing and they're going to be doing fine, but you're just watching on the edge of your seat. Uh, as a fan, where do you, what, what, what is your expectation in terms of this final? Uh, do you, do you see, do you, will you be okay if City lose it and be like the season's still a success, or do you think the season hinges on on City winning this uh, this Champions League final? Uh, playing the first Champions League final in the history is a success in itself because uh, many teams will play for it and uh, calling a similar way of Thomas Tuchel, uh, yes, like last season's final was not uh, a disappointment one for PSG because even they haven't been to a Champions League final before last season, I suppose. Uh, Losing a final is uh, is disappointing, I must say that, but it's uh, equivalent to achievement because uh, in the end phase, it, it is like 50-50 luck as well as the 50-50 person of the dedication as well, I would say. Because both the team deserve to be in the final, both the team deserve to win. But it depends at the last moment which team just takes an extra step and wins that medal. So mm-hmm. there is where uh, taking some extra things comes in. And uh, yeah, it would be a good thing for City if they win a Champions League final, a Champions League basically. But... Uh, it would also set a path for Pep Guardiola and Manchester City as a whole for the next upcoming seasons because we have never been to a final before and this just draws more blood and more hunger for the players that if they can do it once, that means they can do it more and more times. Because before this, City was not even like uh, qualifying for the semi-finals. So there was something in the back of the mind of City players that they are just unlucky for the Champions League. They are just not able to do it no matter what they do, no matter what kind of coach they have, no matter what kind of players they have in the squad, they were just not able to do it. But uh, coming to the finals this season has just brought some kind of a bloom in the players and the manager itself, as well as the board, that they have opted for the right man, right coach, and they are and the players understood that they are working under the right manager as well. So all they need to do is just stay focused and stay passionate about the game and just be yourself in the game. Express, <clears throat> express yourself what you usually do in the league games. So that is where the PAP, uh, I mean, that is where the city has to be uh, consistent in terms of mentality. And I hope we're going to win this one because everything is on stake for city. And even if we don't, like uh, it has been a successful season for us overall. Well, everything has been on site. Uh, talk about far format. I mean, city uh, coming to this on the back of a five nil thrashing of Everton. They completely dismantled Everton. Uh, Chelsea stumbled, stumbled and started their way into the top four, losing to Aston Villa. But you know, uh, they had big, they they found that Leicester bigger bottlers than them, so they they got through. Um, 
it does feel others at the moment that uh, it things are working out for city at least in terms of form wise because uh, they've had a nice bit of a break for two weeks when the league was already won so they could they, they still played games and they were you know but there was not a lot of pressure so they could you know be a little bit more reserved and a little bit more easy chelsea have really had to go through the grinder of, of the top four race the fa cup race and they probably would not have ended the season they would the way they would have wanted to because they lost the final and they pretty much you know stuttered their way into it so i mean it's momentum is on the side of the city of city you would say uh, yeah, I would definitely say that the momentum is on the side of City because uh, they have won like two trophies and they won the last game as well. And uh, they are they are full, fully charged. Every player is eager to play the final. Aguero, Kevin De Bruyne, everyone is there to give 100%, 110%. And, uh, but uh, not taking anything away from Chelsea, but uh, they have the young blood. Uh, that could be the thing which could actually push them down. Uh, because of the lacking of experience when it comes to playing at the stage of finals, because that is what takes away, that is what the difference maker is. When you compare uh, English teams with Spanish teams, you see, man, uh, they have so much experience of playing uh, giant leagues, giant competitions. They have played every kind of a final in Europe when it comes to Europa, when it comes to UEFA. What makes Real Madrid different than City or even Chelsea? It's the mentality. They know how to keep uh, the game for two legs, they know how to maintain their uh, concentration and their gameplay throughout the final. They know they can even win in the extra time as well. They don't have a mentality like, we might win, we might lose. They know they have to win it somehow. That's where players like Ronaldo and Sergio Ramos makes the difference, scores a goal. They have that mentality in the coach. They have the mentality in the history of the club. So, this is a difference maker. And uh, this is an upper part which City has at the moment. Because they have players who have played cup finals, not Champions League finals, but cup finals and important matches. They have been, they have won some uh, against very good opponents as well. So that's a plus point. And uh, but uh, I must say that Chelsea also have an upper point of playing young blood because they are full of uh, hunger in the starting of the career. If they win it in the starting of the career, they are just uh, more hungry for uh, winning it throughout the career eventually. So it's a plus point, a uh, more plus point for Chelsea, uh, sorry, for City, and uh, a lesser plus point for Chelsea, but not a negative one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always feel the experience is overrated anyway. Like, uh, you know, you only get experience when you play in, in things. If you don't play, you don't get experience. So, you know, sometimes if you're good enough, you're good enough. That's just what I feel. I know experience counts for something. I'm sure it does. But sometimes I feel we put too much emphasis on experience over talent. But anyway, uh, Shikhan, I mean, is it a worry? Chelsea's form? I mean, I would say since the Real Madrid game, and I just felt that that Real Madrid game has taken a lot out of Chelsea, just getting through those 180 minutes against a team like that. Is it a worry? Because they haven't really been that good there. There was a win over Leicester, which was nice, but then they lost to them in the FA Cup. They lost to Arsenal of all teams. Uh, and then, you know, even losing to Aston Villa. Is that a concern or is that just uh, a sort of a warm-up, you know, trying to save themselves for the final? For this big final. No, uh, I think that's a bit of concern. You know, I, I think we have our form has dipped at a very crucial point in the season. But uh, the thing is, you know, except the Arsenal game where I felt we were a bit of bit lackadaisical the way we were playing. Uh, you, you know, it's not like we have played really bad. Our attack is horrible it's toothless and that has been our bane so far right we we create a lot of chances 
but we do not have anyone to convert them. Mm -hmm. If if you if uh, you know look back to the 2012 uh, Chelsea team, uh, you know a lot of people uh, make this argument that uh, I mean you guys were really bad then, and uh, you you know you, you, this team has uh, you know if you look at the league, uh, technically we we have performed better than that team, but scoring wasn't a problem. That team didn't concede. It could parked the bus. It wasn't pretty, but when we caught the chances, we could score. You know, you look at against Barcelona, we, Ramirez got one chance, he lobbed Valdez. You know, Torres got one chance, he scored. Uh, final, we got one chance. Uh, you know, Didier got one chance and he scored. So we were clinical. You know, we, we had players who could, we didn't need too many chances to score. But with this team, we, we need a lot, lot of chances to score a single goal. And, you know, that is something against big teams. You cannot expect to have so many chances. City have an excellent defensive record. Right? Defensively, Manchester City is an excellent team. They have been uh, throughout this season. So I don't think we'll get those many chances. And if we do not convert those, City have players who could, you know, score out of nothing. You know, they really have uh, quality players like uh, De Bruyne, uh, you know, De Bruyne, Foden, uh, you know, uh, Sterling may not be at, in form right now, but, uh, you know, uh, they really haven't missed him that much, to be honest. And you could say their main scorer throughout uh, the history of this club has been Sergio Aguero. He barely played this season. Uh, either he was injured or he uh, was on the bench. They, they didn't have any problem scoring, right? They, they, they have players who can find goals. They can find goals from midfield. They can find goals from pretty much whoever they play up front. So that, that's something that Chelsea needs to work on. And I personally think that, you know, from where we have come under Tuchel, uh, we, we were 10th and now we, we reached uh we have we reached two finals. Obviously, we lost one of them, uh, you know, and th th that's always disappointing. But from where we have come uh, to what where we are right now, I think that's a huge achievement under Tuchel because this is a young team. None of them have uh, any experience of playing a game of the magnitude of Champions League final. Right? The, this team has uh, reached two FA Cup finals in two years and have lost both. For one reason or another. So uh, experience is something like what others mentioned. I know you said it uh, probably is overrated, uh, but I think the experience does count uh, in, in big game, in games like these, because these are games where uh, tactics and, 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 you know, tactics play a very little part. It, it's about who wants it more, right? Because these are one-off games. Who wants it more? Who has the uh, know-how of how to the game management side of things, right? Th th that's something that matters a lot in these one-off games. And there I feel that City have an advantage over us. Uh, and I think everyone knows City's favorite. There's nothing, there's no two way around that. Uh, I hope that we can, you know, keep our head high and perform to the fullest, regardless of the result. I'm not, I'll be disappointed, of course, if, if we lose tomorrow. But I'm happy that we have reached final. I, I, this I see as a huge progress that our team has made 
from where we were in the middle of season when Lampard got sacked to where we are right now. This is a huge progress. And if we can, you know, invest wisely in, in, in a striker that works for us, which is not often the case when it comes to Chelsea, uh, if we can get something like that, I think this team can achieve, uh, you know, many good things and, you know, go on probably to win another Champions League final. I, I won't put it past them because the team is really good. We just lack that uh, finisher, that killing instinct to put the ball in the net, which is why strikers get paid highest. It's the toughest part, you know, toughest job part of uh, football to score goals. That's lacking, and that could be our the reason for our downfall. But apart from that, I'm pretty, I'm confident that uh, you know, uh, this is a team that can go toe to toe with City. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, just to clarify, on that, I don't, I'm not saying experience doesn't count for anything. It does count for quite a lot. But, and I will bring this up in the personnel because we're going to talk personnel now and I will tell you where it means. But I just feel that sometimes we put too much emphasis on experience over ability. But I will make my point when I give the example of personnel. We'll talk about that. Others, um, I was going to say uh, the city team practically picks itself, but uh, you just shared some very important news, interesting news about personnel with Ilkay Gundogan probably getting injured in training. He might be a doubt. Uh, for the. I, I've not heard anything that he's out of the final for sure. But it does seem like he yeah. he might be a doubt. Um, and, and the reason yeah. I say that uh, is my question is actually going to be, do you start with Rodri or Fernandinho in the final? But if Gundogan is not available, then you're starting with both of them anyway. Yeah. Uh, even I heard the news just now that uh, Gundogan has suffered some kind of an injury. Uh, but uh, it's not uh, very concrete. Even if it's uh, true, I mean, it's not sure how big of an injury is it. Is it uh, bad enough to miss tomorrow's game? not, uh, then he, he would be playing. And if he plays, it's a good enough. He is a very excellent asset to our team. He has been great this season. And uh, if he doesn't, then it would be both Fernandinho and Rodri. And uh, if he does, it, uh, I'm really confused on this one because Fernandinho just gives another dynamic to the team. Uh, we have seen, everybody have seen what he provides to the team in the PSG game. Even uh, when you have Excellent dribblers like Di Maria Mbappe or Neymar in front of him. He was excellent. Yeah, he the, game the ability without, to, without to make fouls without getting carded and getting other yes, players. Yes, yes, that's, that's the ability. That's, that's, that's the what he the tactical, <laughs> tactical fouls. Uh, that's what Rodri is not uh, good enough for. But uh, apart from that, it was an experience. It, it ha He has that experience in him. The leadership quality which was seen on the field as well. And uh, but again, we don't uh, need that much of an experience that uh, we are. We would be running all. Chelsea would be running all over us. So uh, we need Rodri for that to stay on the pitch and just hold on for us. But the problem with Rodri is uh, if Chelsea does not run over us during the first ten to fifteen minutes, if Rodri is having a good game within the first few minutes, he'll have a good game throughout the match. But if Rodri is being pressed high and he's unable to express himself during the first minute, he usually disappears for the rest of the match. He commits so many mistakes that uh, are usually taken advantage by the oppositions. Because defensive midfielder is a position where, which is the heart of Pep Guardiola's uh, gameplay. And if you press that position, that means uh, you are being checkmated in the first half itself. So, it would be very, very... Uh, interesting part that if Rodri plays well in that role or not uh, and it's a final but uh, I would be very much happy if we start both of them Rodri and Fernandinho to be honest uh, 
but let's see it depends on pep he is the most unpredictable manager out there yeah well i i think goodwin has done enough to start this game if if he's fit but yeah. if he's not fit then it's quite obvious he'll be brought in for nindinho but in this case experience counts that's why you probably start for nindinho ahead of brody because in this yes. case you do because their players are very similar ability and so then you do look at that um and that's and yeah. i i do believe that fernandinho should start just because he's got that uh, he's also a bit better passer than rodri so let's let's not talk about that but yeah think, yeah he's he's yeah. a better passer he's a better leader he's a better controller of the game he's yeah. uh, almost everything better than rodri yeah so i think he needs you know, to... i think uh, in a pep guardiola's team uh, if you are able to you know match their possession you know when they have possession they are very dangerous but at times you know if if you do not let them dominate that midfield area in terms of possession like what others mentioned uh, about the de- the defensive midfielder or the the central midfielders that they have uh, i think they lose a bit of control and I, that's what it, happened it with chelsea like, you know, yeah both the games because yeah. tuchel's game is also uh, you know about keeping the ball you know he likes to play with the ball keep the ball he, he's not someone uh, who, who would park the bus i haven't seen it i don't blame anyone for parking the bus that's a tactic that works we have one champions league using that so uh, you know but if you can keep uh, manchester city from having majority of the possession and if you play around them they sometimes do not know what to do because most teams that they come across you look at psg they had a lot of possession you look at bayern they kept control of the midfield you circumvent that you play around that you keep the ball and we have players who can do that we, we can keep the ball you know uh, i mean we, you know we, you were talking about uh, it's uh, quality versus experience uh, i don't think uh, ability versus experience is what you said so i don't think our players there isn't a huge gulf in class when it comes to ability we have good players i don't think they have a player that can match angelo conte when it comes to being a destroyer in the midfield whether they play i mean fernandinho fernandinho is in breaking the game midfielder. like conte yeah. is uh, yeah. I mean, excellent yeah. there is no one okay, let's let's talk about that what is the over under on fernandinho trying to get conte uh, sent off or trying to tactical foul tactical foul conte uh, every chance he gets um you know i mean he could but i'm sure uh, look uh, you know fernandinho if he uh, focuses too much on kante then that that would be a problem for manchester city because if we i hope we don't play jorginho i really yeah. hope that yeah see see uh, that and yeah yeah uh, if we do not play jorginho and we happen to play kovacic then kovacic and mount will run rings around them if fernandinho gets hung up on one particular player uh, that's an angolo kante because and if you leave angolo kante his i mean everyone knows he's an excellent defensive midfielder but he's very underrated when it comes to his ability to move the ball forward moving he, forward yeah he, yeah he's he can actually well, yeah. he, he has he has a burst of pace and he can really take the ball forward and uh, you know he's not the best passer around but he'll take the ball forward and make sure to find the right person who can then find you know the mm-hmm. attacker obviously we won't score or if we score we'll be offside that's a separate uh, issue altogether uh, 
No. Uh, but if they focus too much on Kante, that will be detrimental to City. Yeah. So no. man to man, I do not think there is a huge gulf in class in our midfield. You know, so we we have all the chances to actually circumvent Manchester City midfield. Whether it works or not, Manchester City, uh, for me, they are the best team in Europe. The most balanced team in Europe. No doubt about that. No question about that. Uh, you can smirk, but you know. I mean, uh, I would say Bayern would make a case for that, but I mean, I get what uh, you're saying. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Bayern, Bayern would make a case for, for that. Yeah, but Bayern could make a case. Bayern for has that. a bench. But, the problem is their bench gets injured. They have too many injuries. Yeah, the bench. Bayern has. Yeah, a bench. but 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 um, but uh, you know, I mean, Bayern's first eleven is pretty good. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But I don't think uh, you can. Conclusively say that they are better than City. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, well, PSG robbed us of that. So thank you, PSG, for that. Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, PSG <laughs> defeated okay. Bayern, and well, yeah, they did. Uh, Manchester they, they City defeated City PSG. defeated PSG. Over two yeah. legs. Yeah, but but Over PSG played Bayern without Lewandowski. I think that you know that helped that helped them because mm. to be honest, I saw that. that tell you what so so that points to the fact that Bayern ha- uh, that Bayern Munich doesn't have a replacement. We're dependent on. Uh, uh, yeah, they don't have a replacement for a striker, but then City don't they have don't a striker have. at all. So I mean, that's fine, right? Huh. And, <laughs> see, I mean, it's not that City don't point. have a striker. I'm kidding. City I'm haven't kidding. needed a striker this season. Yeah. No, no, I know. Pep Guardiola is the master of strikerless formation. False nine. Basically. Yeah, false nine or. Yeah, but not I mean, having a pure striker. But, yeah, but I was talking about the personnel thing. So you just mentioned Jorginho, right? Jorginho clearly more experienced than someone mm-hmm. like, say, Billy Gilmore. Right, but I would start Billy Gilmore over Georgina. I've not seen him much, but I've seen him. He looked very good, right? So I'm not saying Georgina or Billy Gilmore should start. I don't think either of them will start because it will be Kovacic and Kante. I'm hoping that those two will start. Hmm. But if you had to have a, cho- have a choice, if for example, for some reason Kovacic is not available, would you start Georgina or would you start Billy Gilmore? Right? I mean, no, those- I would start Georgina because I see you criticize him all the time on social media. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> because Billy is. I think it's too big enough. I wouldn't really, you know, if if Tuchel happens to start Billy Gilmore, I'm not going to complain. Mm-hmm. I will complain if he starts Jorginho over Kovacic and Kovacic is not injured. I will. Yeah. But if he happens, if Kovacic is injured and if Billy Gilmore is chosen to start, I'm not going to complain. Mm-hmm. If I were the coach, clearly extremely underqualified, but if I were the coach, I would still go with Georgie because with Jorginho, the thing is, from you know, seeing his game, if the, when he has a good game, he really has a good game. Like he's incredible when he has a good game. He controls the he. It's like he's a puppet master, you know, controlling with strength. He he's that good when he has a good game. I mean, uh, that's when what he has a bad game. in front of a team like Pep Guardiola's team. Control the midfield. Yeah, but when he has a bad game, he's ridiculously bad. They, they, this guy lives on extreme. You know, th- there is no middle ground. Yeah. Either he's like absolute crap or he's like, oh my God, what the hell has he done? And he has those moments. He could make that no-look passes. You know, he he made he has made that those couple of times to Morata earlier and even this season to Timo Werner. Last season to Tammy Abraham, he has those abilities. He he really can he can be extremely good or he can be extremely bad. There is no average Jorginho, right? That that's a problem with him. He's not consistent. When you when you look at Aspeliqueta, the reason why 
uh, almost every manager that he has played for continues to play him because you know what you're going to get from him. He's always a seven or eight out of 10. That's, he, he's consistent. You know, he, he is not someone who single-handedly win you the match, but he'll do exactly what you want him to do. What do you ask from me? He, he's that teacher's pet kind of thing, right? So that consistency, Jorginho doesn't have. But in tomorrow's game, uh, between Billy and... No, I love Billy. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't bat an eyelid if Jorginho was sold uh, tomorrow and, you know, Tuchel decided to uh, play, uh, you know, keep Billy uh, as the main guy uh, along with Kovacic and Kante. Absolutely agreed there. Sell Jorginho. I mean, I'll be more than happy. Yeah, I guess it. we we have different management uh, thoughts, right? All of us have our own opinions, and I guess I'm yeah, yeah. I'm someone who looks at you know player uh, the ability more than I value experience. I think you have, and some people value experience more. And I think that's fine. You know, that's that's what football is. In yeah, case- I mean, if it weren't Champions League final, if it were a you know normal Premier League game, an important Premier League game, but 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 if it weren't a Champions League final, I would have said yeah, play Billy Gilmore. Let I don't want to see Jorginho anywhere near the team. But for tomorrow, because I know he can, he has that performance in him. You know, uh, uh, it reminds me of John Ovi Mikel, right? That guy was kind of same as Jorginho. He either was very good or he was extremely bad. But that 2012 final, Gary Neville said that, uh, Gary Neville or Jamie, I can't remember. One of those said that John Ovi Mikel, Mikel, made a performance that even he would didn't know he was capable of. That's how good he was at the, in the final. And I think that's where uh, experience comes into play. And I, I, that's the only reason why I'm saying I would choose Jorginho over Billy Gilmore tomorrow. I love Billy. Uh, you know, we, we have already seen his debut was against Liverpool and he was man of the match in that uh, game. So he, he's not someone who's going to shy away from making a tackle or making a pass. But yeah, for tomorrow, I hope it's Kante and uh, Kovacic. I think that will be the main one. I think this might be a moot point. But anyway, uh, we shall see what happens. In case you're wondering why we're not talking about City so much, I think the City just have so much stability. It's like they already know who's going to play. We know who's going to play. Yeah. I, think, I think the only... Well, I mean, that's not really a debate, is it? I mean, it's going to be... Is, well, I mean, that's the question though, Adish. Is it going to be Walker and Cancelo? Is it going to be Walker and Zinchenko, or is it going to be Cancelo and Zinchenko? Like I, I guess the fullbacks, right? Um, but but I would assume yeah. on form it would be Walker and Zinchenko, right? That 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 should be the fullback. It would be it would be Walker and Zinchenko. You are absolutely right mm-hmm. uh, because Zinchenko has been into his natural position now as a left back, right? He has been playing there for a couple of seasons now, and uh, Cancelo would be the backup. But uh, the problem with Cancelo on the left wing is. He tends to become more of a creative one when he plays on the left side of the pitch. Uh, but when he plays on the right side of the pitch, he knows he it's his natural position, right? So he knows when to go forward and when to actually stay back, what kind of play the oppositions are playing. But on the left side, it is his uh, unnatural position and he tends to struggle when it comes to a pacey forward. And we have seen it uh, against uh, PSG as well when... Uh, he was soon on a yellow card in the first half itself against Di Maria. Uh, and uh, then it was Mbappe who was trying to have one-on-one with uh, Cancelo. That was the moment Pep Guardiola changed him with Zinchenko. And, oh my God, Zinchenko was that performed that well. I was uh, actually surprised because uh, I 
team that guy who was uh, bringing on sticks to Zinchenko for uh, for uh, bringing on sticks to Pep Guardiola for playing Zinchenko, but uh, he has never made a mistake. At least this season, uh, we were never uh, using his word for the defender. Like because of him, we lost a match. Never, it was never him. And when you do not highlight the name of a defender, that means he had a good match. To be honest, it's the forwards who we highlight the name because of the good skills and scores a goal or misses the opportunity. But it's never the defender. If you don't say a name throughout the match, that means he has been good enough. So it would be Zinchenko and Walker followed by Stones and. Uh, Diaz at the back, Edison, midfield again, Gundogan and uh, Rodri, if not Rodri, Fernandinho, and uh, yeah, again yeah. forward with be like Bernardo Silva, Mares, Kevin De Bruyne, and Foden, of course. Yeah. No Sterling and Jesus for here, or even Aguero. <laughs> well, hopefully not. Well, maybe he might swing a surprise and start Sterling instead of Foden. We can hope. We can all hope that he does that, but he won't do that. I don't think he will do that. <laughs> Um, but yeah. yes, I mean, that back five is, is going to be interesting uh, because we know how many yeah. players do in finals. They I mean, this is what Pep Guardiola has learned that uh, Sterling and Jesus is not a big game player. He has learned it after some time now that they are the ones who actually misses the chances. Who creates the chance, I agree, they create the chance as well for others, but they are the one who misses out chances on a big stage. Mm-hmm. Sterling misses out a chance in Champions League Sterling misses out on important games where we are have to score a chance when the opposite team is just parking the bus and they're holding on to City. So, Jesus is one of them as well. He holds on to the chances. Jesus was started by Pep Guardiola in the starting of the season. That's why he had like 10-12 goals uh, by the end of the season. Uh, but he sooner or later, he realized that Sterling and Jesus are, aren't the players who are going to take him to Champions League final or even win the Champions League final for, him this, yeah. uh, for this topic. But he realized it. He benched both of them, both the star players. And now we're getting the results. And Foden is getting the time he deserved. And he is proving out to be the best, one of the best players in the squad. Like 14, 15 goals in a season, uh, more than 10, 12 assists in the, throughout the season. That's pretty much impressive. Yeah. So uh, he has found out that Foden is the guy who can be started on big games over Sterling. Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, can we start it over Jesus? So this is the little bit of configuration he has done in the team, mm-hmm. and uh, it has resulted good as well for us. Yeah, I just I'm not gonna we're not gonna discuss this, but I just want to make this point because it's interesting, and we might talk about it sometime in the future in the show. But when you think of England, they've got Foden on the left wing, they've got Sancho who can play on the left wing, they've got Jack Willis who can play on the left wing, and yet you still got Sterling and Rashford in that England squad. Do they both need to be there? I was talking yesterday, maybe Rashford to take the month off and. I mean, I, I could just see that. Like, just t- tell Rashford to be their month off because he probably shouldn't be starting anyway ahead of any of those three players at this both, moment. But... Both, both Sterling and Rashford could take a month off because both of them are not in a good form. And Sancho can play on the right wing. He has the ability. He has been playing on the right wing for some time at Borussia. Yeah, and... so, I think they have yeah. enough credit in the bank. Right. I, I, yeah. I, know, I know they're credit, but I wonder that should do they even need to go there? Like, I mean, that's what I'm thinking because I think Rashford really needs a rest. I mean, I don't want to discuss it here, but I, I think Rashford, really Rashford is injured as well. So he's been injured you know, for a year and a half now. I mean, he's still yeah, keeping I mean, so he needs Southgate to might ultimately off. decide not to take him, but yeah. I think Sterling will be there because yeah. Sterling, yeah, one of them, yeah, Sterling, Sterling would yeah, be there, but would be on the bench. Uh, that drop those players. You never know yeah. how Southgate decides. You know, uh, oftentimes you'll see a player not performing well for a club, but performing well for their country. Well for doesn't country, always. Yeah. yeah, it 
you know doesn't always translate one is to one anyway so, i mean I, yeah i don't want to talk about england right now but yeah that's just i just just something that came to my mind when you think about england have all these great wingers do they really need two out of form injured players to be joining them in the squad but anyway uh nishikan i think others kind of touched on his uh, starting 11 for city what's going to be your ideal starting 11 for chelsea oh i mean the back five uh, picks itself uh, mendy in the goal back six rather mendy in the goal mm-hmm. uh, reece james aspilicueta thiago silva Rudiger, Ben Chilwell. Right? Would you start? I do not want back? to see Alonso. Yeah. Would you want to see Aspilicueta as a wing back? Because uh, uh, I know Dushan. You know, uh, uh, tactically that has worked well. I I really can't understand why people have been criticizing that. I'm not because, criticizing. I'm uh, just asking you. No, no, I, no, no. I wasn't talking about you. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I see that people people, people in saying, general, in general, in social media. Mm-hmm. The, why why are we playing uh, Reece James as right center back and Aspilicueta as wing back? Uh, that was done on couple of occasions. Like we did it against Leicester because Jamie Vardy is a pacey player. Aspilicueta doesn't have the place pace to catch him when that situation arises. So we put Reece James there because Reece James is physically very strong. Right? He he's very strong and he's very quick. Aspilicueta, uh, you know, he can go in the box and he. takes a bit more risk i mean he he can go and he can try and shoot and he he'll try and pass he obviously isn't as accurate as uh, you know reese james when it comes to crossing but in my lineup reese james is the right wing back right mm-hmm. yeah. aspi is the right center back yeah. unless we need to change that in the game that that's on to kel i'm not going to question yeah. him that guy is a genius yeah. uh, so yeah so Yeah, James, uh, Aspi, uh, Thiago, Rudiger, Ben Chilwell, Kante, Kovacic, Mason Mount. Uh, uh, what's his name? Havertz, Werner. Uh, uh, yeah, Pulisic, Werner, yeah. Pulisic, Havertz. Havertz. Okay. Nozier. Nozier. Uh, not not to start with, uh, because I, I think Pulisic is our best player. You know, when it comes to uh you know Unloading taking the chances. ball for his yeah dribbling he 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 can convert chances uh and and his first touch exquisite you know he he can pick a ball from air like anything uh, right so I, i i would like to see him uh werner uh, might be a controversial choice but i think he has it in him because city will play a high line right uh city has it in the, they are not going to sit deep If you look uh, at Leicester, how they defeated us, uh, not Leicester, sorry, Arsenal, how they defeated us, even Leicester and uh, Aston Villa, they parked the bus and we couldn't unlock that. But but City are not going to do that, right? I, I'll be extremely surprised if they do that, and that probably be be a tactical. Guardiola doesn't know how to park a yeah, bus. Yeah, good tactical space. decision. <laughs> yeah, but Guardiola doesn't play that way, so I don't expect City to do to do that. So Werner, even though. Bus. His idea yeah, of even the was playing a back three instead of back four. That's his idea of back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he might play back three, uh, which is that's uh, that's the last thing I want to see as a City fan playing back three because we haven't played that in a while. Yeah, I know, but he played back three in both the games against us, semi-final and uh, as well as that league game. He played back three, so I'm I'm guessing he's gonna play yeah. back three again. And now you know why uh, we lost, right? No, but the last two games you lost, you it wasn't your first, first team. team. That we were, yeah, it was yeah, the B team. Right. 
So well, well, the city B team is still an A team. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe an A team, teams, an A minus yeah. team, like an A minus, A minus team, A minus team. Yeah, so A minus. Yeah, come on. But uh, you know, like I said, Timo Werner, he has it in him. Like even if he doesn't score, that guy has like twenty nine or twenty seven goals and assists, uh, goal and in, goal involvement in fifty games. So, I mean. you know obviously we want him to score more but uh, by any means it hasn't he hasn't been a it won't be called a flop season right and he can create problems when he starts running you know he yeah. he, he may not score but he'll definitely be able to pass it to someone so i i, I need one of you need to score right I mean, well, I one of score, but um, obviously someone has to score we, we definitely that, that's what i said earlier that you know our uh, downfall if if we lose I, I, that the reason would be that we couldn't convert our chances right and uh, you know then i'll blame werner kovacic or you know uh, sorry not kovacic i i, I had a question in mind uh, when mm. it comes to a chelsea fan like um, who would you prefer as your striker the paul snyder havertz or a proper striker werner uh, uh havertz why Werner doesn't work as a proper striker man he, he's uh, someone who it's better if you play him deep so that he has the opportunity to exploit the space behind and run with the ball he he's not a uh, you know he he's not very good as a striker like whenever a we have sorry like an upgraded rashford basically Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say Leipzig, he that was a proper striker who used to take chances, who used to run the defenders. Uh, he no, but he often used Leipzig. to play in. No, no, but he used to play in a two at Leipzig. He often used to play in a two, with him kind of little behind on the left hand side. That's what uh, uh, Lampard was trying earlier in the season. but unfortunately we had so many injuries then that he mm-hmm. had to be converted to a left winger rather left than a left uh, left sided striker so uh, i think uh, kai havertz should be number 9 because uh, uh, physically uh, kai havertz is a stronger player he's a tall guy he's very he's good with guy, headers yeah. he's a, he's very good we haven't really seen it uh you know this season with chelsea but he's really very good with his head so he can uh you know go for those 50 50s against a stronger and a taller defender compared to uh, uh timo werner uh pulisic obviously you know if he's a he's every, a natural if, winger so yeah if it was an ideal scenario i would have played him on the uh, right uh, left and uh, ziek on the right but i don't think zx's form is really that good right he, now he's very inconsistent he's yeah. he's the most inconsistent I mean, player yeah guy didn't have any preseason uh, he did not have any preseason he hadn't played a foot, uh, game of football since march last year he comes to preseason gets injured for like a month or so so it's been a difficult start for him but i think uh, you know in the later part of games uh, he could come on and he could his passes are still great The, the 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 balls over the top that he makes really good it's a shame that we don't have people to capitalize on that and often you know those balls go the, the person who actually reaches that ball is ben chilwell rather than our uh, you know what you would <laughs> call a proper 
yeah finish you know so th- th- that's a problem if, with chelsea yeah, but what if dukel starts alonso in place of chilwell it would be a great it would be a great change for you guys right i'll lose my mind i don't i don't see why you, i mean you know with alonso there is always for him for, for city that's a good change if if you do that so uh-huh. for city yeah i mean it's advantage city Uh, definitely not, uh, not really because alonso is a good attacker when it comes to yeah, left yeah. winger yeah uh, he, he can score goals can be done by rudiger kante or even jorginho for that moment of time when he goes up front uh, yeah, yeah i would really is, put jorginho in that equation uh, <laughs> but, but still, city can, can still uh, chelsea 11 because that's what you know the one that the city fans the chelsea 11 that city yeah. fans want right Yeah, um, probably Jorginho. Yeah, surely, surely. No, no. Yeah. So I would I play Jorginho as the only midfielder and play Billy Gilmore alongside him. And first of all, I'll remove Kante from the squad. That's the that's the biggest uh, danger the, 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 the I see. Point of concern for me is Kante is injured. He has taken part in training, but I'm don't give me hopes. Not, don't give me hopes. I'm, I'm not. Sure. No, no. <laughs> Kante and Kovacic, uh, right? Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz. Uh, they both were injured. They both have taken part uh, in the training, uh, but uh, and uh, so was uh, Christensen. By the way, Christensen is was also injured. Uh, so they they did take part in the training, but I'm not sure how fit they are and how Tuchel will decide going forward. But you know, if Kante is fit enough to play 60 minutes, I want him to start. If he can play 60 minutes, that that's all i need start him don't get uh, the uh, moment you know, if he can play 45 minutes start him sub him at the second half but start him let him get the uh, you know first 45 minutes frustration is the thing frustrate pep guardiola and in the first half and you yeah. might it might do the trick for the second half yeah. itself yeah well i mean yeah. united did it and they won against city so you know it can work for anyone right if, if united can do it anyone <laughs> um it will be interesting it will be interesting game uh, that that uh, we're looking forward to uh, score predictions uh, adarsh what is your score prediction for this one uh 2-1 from my end i mean 2-1 city 2-1 uh, chelsea okay and uh, expecting foden and kevin de bruyne as goal scorers or even mares in place of kevin de bruyne and uh, for chelsea uh, it can be anyone to be honest warner pulisic or harvard i think you need benchil well for chelsea <laughs> Yeah. Oh, maybe uh, a surprise package in uh, Alonso. Yeah. Well, Nishika, your score prediction? One-one uh, and City win on penalties. Yeah. If 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 it's one-one and it goes to penalties, will Mendy Mendy become the manager or will Kepa be like, well, I'm the manager, so I need to come on now and say penalty. <laughs> you, you know what? Uh, to be honest, if if I were to choose between Mendy and Kepa, Mendy starts right. Regulation time, extra time, it's Mendy. But if it comes to penalties, I feel Kepa is better than Mendy in penalties specifically. That's right. That's uh, if you if you go by the history, oh, he might be saying, but, Mendy, "Come on!" But you know, my personal, uh, you know, what I want is win or lose, finish it in regulation time, man. I don't want to stay awake till four in the morning, and you know, and watch. watch yeah, I mean, that's that's I, the penalty goes say. like after all that. Yeah, what the opposition win is not a good feeling. It definitely is. Yeah. Well, Especially uh, if it goes like after watching this much, after staying area. awake at till no. 4 a.m. and all for what? For seeing the opposition wins. I mean that that really yeah. hurts. 
Yes, it does. Lynch finish I'm, I'm regulation. And I'm going to say it's going to be 3-0 to City. I think it's going to be three. I don't, I don't see Chelsea scoring in this game. Um, and I think what will happen is City will get an early goal and it will force Chelsea to come out. And I, I just feel that if City get an early goal, I think it, it yeah. will for Chelsea because I don't... So I, don't I, I got a question for you, Rohit. Yes. I, it's more of a quiz. Mm. Uh, name a club who got the most penalties in the season in all competition mm-hmm. and uh, lost a game on because penalties. of penalties. Yeah. Well, that's because the you know, penalty shootout uh, requires the goalkeeper to make saves. And he, if your goalkeeper cannot save, because in, in regular, regular penalties, both teams don't get a penalty, right? Only one team gets the penalties. The goalkeeper, you know, United didn't concede a lot. I, of I, still, do, I still don't have a name. I think United, right? goalkeeper. It's quite simple. Yeah. But Man United, see, see, the thing is, De Gea never got to save penalties. So what we need to do is we need to let other teams get penalties so De Gea can get better at them probably. Or maybe I mean I was I was I said this like if 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 uh, if you allow United to just uh, you know uh, like you, get all the penalties. You know, what was the most satisfying uh, photo of the match? Is what Bruno Fernandez standing Fine. in front of the trophy and crying. That was yeah. the most satisfying well, photo on the internet. I mean, a guy. I think that's a little bit of a penalties. sad thing if you take satisfaction. You know, man. Uh, I think you need to you know whatever your prediction might have been, but with this uh, kind of. Uh, jabs coming from uh, others, I think you better pray tonight that Chelsea win. So but, can... I mean, well, I don't I mean, hate Chelsea, is, but I, I hate did. United. So that that's the difference. No, I, I get that. So I'm just trying, you know, enemy of an enemy is a friend. No, I, I would, I, I, I mean, I, I would hope, but I think it's it's, it's the mind says City, the heart says Chelsea, yeah. but the mind usually no, I mean, yeah, City win. is definitely yeah. favorites. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I, I hope and, uh, and even magic for the tomorrow. future years, I would say it would be English teams would be uh, going to the finals again and again for the next couple of years because I don't see Spanish teams so. are dominating again yeah, anytime Spanish soon because all of their final. signings yeah. are just going to garbage. I mean, all of their tactics are going to garbage. I don't see any a Spanish, Spanish team just won winning. a European final, my friend. A Spanish team just won a European final so, against an Indian. So that's United what they played, right? Whom they played. Yeah, so we're not talking about United here. Yeah, United. Uh, I mean, United had a very, very Chelsea-esque display, to be honest. United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All possession and no, you know, end product. That's just been United pretty... today, this season. It's against mid-table teams, whether that be. And this was supposed to be United's best really... season after Alex Ferguson, right? Uh, no, no, after Jose, well, Mo- Jose Mourinho. Of... Uh, Mourinho won. Mourinho uh, got eighty-one uh, points in in a season. Three, uh, yeah, in one season. But he, uh, I think, the season before he won three trophies as well, right? Well, two. Uh, two, if you do not count the community shield. Yeah, community yeah, shield. <laughs> yeah, and let's not count the community shield. Yeah, let's not. But it's two trophies. By that logic, we have already completed travel, right? You guys have completed travels. Uh, I give you that, man. <laughs> I, I said that before. That this, we, it may not be that uh, continental travel. But uh, you know, three trophies in a season. Whether I mean, if, you, if Liverpool can can brag a treble after winning a trophy next season, we can actually brag a treble after winning a trophy, right? Well, you need to have I used to comment on that. These are all <laughs> so, that you can brag whatever you want. I still remember when they were they actually posted the official account posted on Twitter that after winning a trophy in the next season, they were posting, "Oh, we finally got a treble." What is oh, it? What is oh, it? because they won the Club World it? Cup. So they were counting the Club World Cup and the Community Shield in a treble. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, that's a little bit desperate. I'll, I'll say. I'm not a Liverpool fan, but I will say that that's a little bit desperate to try to include. You could Club still World. count Club World Cup. 
what community shield is uh, it's like in that something uh, else what happens in the united states intercontinental cup or something that happens during pre season it's, it's more or less the same yeah yeah well i mean the club world cup you know is you count it if it's part of like a six like you won six trophies and you want to say yes i won a club world cup yes that's good you don't count that as part of a treble that just sounds like desperate to try to pad your stats or whatever uh but anyway i mean that's interesting uh but uh, i i mean yes i can understand as 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 a fan of a team that has lost in a penalty shootout i can say yes the penalty shootouts are disappointing uh, they're even more disappointing when you watch your goalkeeper just Uh, dive to one side and hope that he can make a save without actually having any kind of idea. But 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 it was a crap performance from both goalkeepers when it comes to. I mean, yes, it was. Uh, it, the yes, VRL one, uh, sa- yeah, saved one, but that was De Gea's penalty. That that doesn't really count. Yeah, it's interesting so, because the goalkeeper actually he should have saved Shaw's as well. I think Shaw's got lucky that we lucky that it went that far. Because uh, Shaw's ex Manchester City player. Uh, and because him really oh you oh really he's really? Oh, yeah he was an ex manchester city player oh he was ex manchester oh. city player oh, okay okay and um, well yeah, oh, well, yeah they got players everywhere now uh well that's good that's good for him i mean moreno was an ex liverpool player as well so there was a lot of uh, fl- a lot of anti man united flavor the manager is an ex yeah, yeah. manager you got all kinds of things there but uh, i mean it will be interesting but this final will be interesting we'll be we'll be watching it well i won't be watching it i'm going to get my covid jab tomorrow so i don't know what kind of condition i will be in but uh, i will definitely be following along along to see that and uh, one way or another we'll have uh, we'll be doing season review starting on monday so we we'll either have adarsh nim beaming and smiling when he joins us or he'll be a little bit disappointed and probably might not want to do video call that day but we shall see what happens i i, I think it will be a city win a 3-0 might be optimistic it might be 2-0 but uh, i i do feel, i i think city just have a little bit more um quality uh, just just a little bit more to win that game but we'll see stranger things happen we don't know what will happen in that game uh thank you so much shikan thank you so much others for joining me i appreciate uh, your time and uh, appreciate you know through, through all this nervousness to still be here and to talk about that hope this is a little bit therapeutic ahead of the final uh but uh, thank you to everyone who watched this show i really appreciate this I, mean, i think we kind of went a little bit off track towards the end there on a lot of different things but hope you still enjoyed it and we'll see you again soon uh, as i said we're going to start season reviews from next week so please stay tuned for that uh do like a share and comment and do subscribe to the channel so you can not- get notifications about that thank you so much have a good day or night whatever time you're watching this and we'll see you again soon bye bye <laughs>